to Alicast, a deep dive into innovative and emerging trends in e-commerce, online payments, and digital entertainment. Brought to you by Alibaba Group, I'm Monica Suk. Before COVID, it wasn't unusual for small American brands to spot Mark Yuan and Zoe Zhang outside their booths at trade fairs, hunting for products. They're a married couple from China, and they run a company in New York called And Lux. Their goal is to make American brands popular in China, and they know from vast experience what Chinese consumers like. They join us today on Alicast, and they're here to tell us more about themselves and talk about the future of live streaming in e-commerce. Mark, Zoe, great to have you on Alicast. Thank you for joining us today. Hi, Monica. Thank you for having us. Thank you very much. <laughs> Happy to be here. You guys have been in this live streaming game from a very early stage.、Uh, you've witnessed all the impact and changes it brought into e-commerce. So I'm curious, what made you think, "Aha, live streaming is it?" When we first tried live streaming, I think it was in 2016. In the beginning, we just thought, "Hey, this is, could be a new form of social media." Uh, when、uh, influencers or a brand can connect to the、uh, to the consumers or the audiences, but little did we know how much e-commerce potential it had. Live streaming, the way I、uh, describe it to American and European audiences, is a combination kind of like QVC Home Shopping Network plus Instagram Live plus、uh, Etsy, an e-commerce website, all rolled up into one. Immersive, 3D, live, interactive, social, as well as very, very engaging shopping experience. So when we first try it on, we we understood that as we continue to try brands selling through live streaming, we understood this would be an important part. Of the future of e-commerce and retail. So you say you started in 2016, and it must be very different now. How has the live streaming changed over the past few years? And as a business, how do you differentiate yourself to stay competitive? When we first started off, there were very few live streamers, and in the very beginning, it was not even about selling only. It was it was about more about discovering the world and. Having interesting, engaging contents to offer a reason for audiences to tune in and watch some live content, but as the year progresses, more and more brands onboarding on Tmall,、uh, on Alibaba, through Taobao Live, it has become a com- completely different landscape. Nowadays, in China, live streaming is the number one growth engine to drive e-commerce. I remember in 2017. Well, in 2016, there was no official data for live streaming market size, but the very next year, 2017, exactly four years ago, the market size was 3.6 billion dollars. And in the very short period of time, I believe this year, that number is going to be 141 billion dollars, which is 4,000 percent growth. And we we still believe,、wow. yeah, we still believe this live stream commerce thing is still in its infancy, if not adolescence、uh, stage. We still have a lot room to grow in China when it comes to、uh, live streaming commerce. Yes, the landscape has changed, 
more and more influencers are KOLs and more and more brands are coming onto the platform. So for us as a company, we need to help our clients, which are the brands and the corporations in the West, to understand what type of interesting content they should be creating, how to build their live streaming cultures, practices, uh, as well as a team to be competitive, to be engaging. That's what we're focusing on in the past couple of years. Nowadays, how do you deliver for the brands you're selling? What kind of services are you providing nowadays for the brands that you work with? We started live streaming, as I said, in 2016. But in early 2019, because the demand for our live streaming selling services had skyrocketed in the past few years, we just couldn't keep up with the demand. But when you look at how many brands and, and great brands, quality brands from the, uh, from the U.S. and Europe, they don't have access or know-how to enter Chinese market. We thought just selling on behalf of the brands, why not enable the brands to add live streaming capabilities on their own? Who better represent mm-hmm. themselves than the brands or, or the content creators to do this on their own? So we launched first-of-its-kind live streaming commerce consultancy services in the U.S. Basically, what we do is helping brands to add live streaming capabilities by providing consultations, training, helping them build their teams, evaluating their teams, training their teams, helping them coming up with a great content. Sometimes some of our services are event-based. For example, we help Alexandra Wang to launch their first ever live streaming uh, event on Tmall, I think uh, a few months ago. It was wildly successful. In that process, our team scripted a, a plan, executed, directed, and just brought the entire uh, Alibaba team on board and give them an amazing live streaming, first live streaming experience, as well as delivering um, amazing results. And for these American brands, live streaming is new, but also Chinese market is also new, you know? <laughs> and so everything's new for them. How long does it take normally for them to understand the market and, and what's their feedback on your trainings and consultation? When we first started our career in fashion industry, that was in 2004. Then we launched our company in 2009. The landscape for Western brands to enter China, Chinese market has changed dramatically. Back then, when we first started our career, it was more traditional. So more of like finding the right distributors in China, finding that right partners and going in like a joint venture kind of situation. There was a lot of risk involved, a lot of overhead upfront costs to set up that infrastructure, to set up that team and finding a, a right partner that's going to carry you um, uh, in the next few years. That has changed tremendous, uh, tremendously. With Taobao, with Alibaba, first, you would have an easier access and less overhead and less risk you have to take on to test the Chinese market. But with the coming of live streaming and maturing of live streaming, now brands no longer have to fear that they don't know anything about Chinese market. They can go nimble, they can go agile, they can test the Chinese market through live streaming. So, yeah, I mean, it is still a learning curve. I'm not saying Chinese market is a, is a given, it's easy. No, no, it is not. It is a completely different market. But now with Taobao, with live streaming, 
you will have easier time to get to to build that customer base with a consumer directly, test them, and see if your products and collection actually work before formally launching your brand in the Chinese market. So I would say uh, through Alibaba's platform, number one, it would be much, much safer, two, less costly, three, and more nimble, agile, and effective. You know, consumer behavior and trends, is, they're changing very fast in China. So live streaming is a way of getting that instant feedback and adapting to the new trend. Absolutely. I mean, think about how e-commerce has evolved in the last 15 years, although it has continued to take market share and continue to grow as the decline of retail continue to manifest and fast itself. But the landscape for e-commerce has changed. Think about when was the last time you actually shop at a branded website. And also think about how e-commerce for the current consumer, for the Gen Z, for the new you know, consumer behavior, people don't shop or discover products as the way they used to. Now, live streaming offers them a direct and very effective channel for brands to communicate their brand story as well as explaining the product, how it, how it works. Just think about a regular consumer uh, learning, discovering, and shopping, purchase, making that purchasing decision. That decision and that, um, that uh, transition has changed. Now we have to keep up with the time. And live streaming would be a perfect way for brand to build that direct relation, uh, relationship and share what their products, what their brand is all about. And I remember having this conversation with a very well industry leader. He said, you know, Mark, after you explain live streaming to me, and I think it, it actually f- uh, solved a fundamental problem for me because he was actually looking for a pair of uh, snow boots for his upcoming ski trip. He added the product five times into the shopping cart, but he never pulled the trigger. You know why? Because he had, he had very simple question. Mm-hmm. The question is how flexible the boot is. He wanted to know whether it was too stiff or it can go with the feet or go with the movement. And no one, no amount of videos or photos, or uh, he doesn't have the time to uh, communicate with the customer service. Just imagine if live streaming is available, he will ask that question in the live streaming and the live streaming host or the brand can immediately address his concern. Boom, boom, boom. Therefore, can really increase customer loyalty, number one, two, and immediately convert that sell. It's see now, buy now, and get your answer replied now kind of mentality that makes, that's one of the reasons that makes live streaming so powerful. Yeah, and I, I can piggyback on that because um, that's, you know, something, uh, some questions like that is one of the most answered question during a live streaming because customer actually have their own very different que- uh, questions regarding different products and being able to answer their personal questions on the spot while they are interested in the product that really makes the you know makes the final kick of the sell per- the purchase process yes we uh, I, I mean that's a great point we have to understand the consumers but nowadays Brands or most brands are no longer building that direct relationship because, you know, uh, number one, most consumers don't buy from branded websites anymore. Uh, they, they go to like um, Net-a-Porter, Alibaba, Amazon. 
type of uh, e-commerce marketplace. One, stop shopping. And two, um, they're giving too much power to the distributors, showrooms, retailers, and agents. So they're no longer building that relationship. But with live streaming, you're actually putting that control back, returning that control and power back to the, the, the brands and the retailers for them to form that relationship and understand more about their consumers. And from the brand's perspective, you have, have to understand most brands create a product after doing a little bit of market research, but it's still almost like throwing a dart in the dark and just hope that your new collections or new products will, will take off. But live streaming will almost giving a crystal ball into the brand's hand that you can directly ask what consumer prefer and get their consumer feedback instantaneously. So that type of relationship, that type of communication was never possible before. Now it is possible. Zoe, you've been the star of these live streaming sessions for your clients. And can you give me some examples of how you handle your live streaming sessions differently now from the way you used to? From the very beginning, I'll, I'll have to say to compare what we do now, there's change, but the essence was the same. Uh, let me let me talk about the same essence. From the very beginning, the live streaming started with showing exclusive contents, like making people very curious, making people tune in, you know, to watch something that they, they don't see every day. For example, that we at the very beginning of our live streaming, we showcased a 43 million townhouse in Manhattan, which located in a so-called golden coast of Manhattan, uh, Upper East Side. And now it's kind of the same. The essence is still the same. We have to give them a reason to tune in and watch. But the way it's translated into live streaming is very different. When they um, before they wanted to see big and grand, now they want to get really mm. personal. Like, when, for example, when we designed the live streaming for Alexandra One, and they actually want to encourage our customers to prepare some personal questions and to ask Alex, and he will answer it on the spot in the li- during the live streaming. Some of the questions, even like, well, your hair is so beautiful. <laughs> what kind of shampoo do you use? <laughs> and do you, do you, what's your favorite exercise? That made, made it really uh, fun and personal. <laughs> so, so nowadays, if I, I, I may add, nowadays when we consult or train our clients, we want them to understand that uh, live streaming is not all about selling. Chinese consumers are very savvy, but they are very sociable, right? So yes, you have a great product, you have a great strategy to move forward with live streaming and you have building your team, improving your team, a live streaming teams to get to the next milestone when I hit that KPI. But at the same time, you have to understand you have to be engaging. Uh, you have to create, come up with great contents for them to come in and watch. But, but you also have to build that relationship. That's what Zoe was saying. That you know, for American, uh, for Chinese consumers, or just regular consumers, you have to understand these consumers. When they look at a designer, they thought they are different people, right? They're very de- detached for your normal life, yeah. but they would love to learn about who you really are and build that relationship with you. If if brands can understand that and tap into that 
a human connections, right? That personal relationship, that behind the scene kind of storytelling, and then come up with the engaging content, then I guess you can become a very successful in live streaming business and you will stand out from the other competitors or other people who are live streaming. Yeah, this is this is why from what we learned, this double eleven almost four hundred CEO Correct. appeared in their live streaming room and then get personal with their fans. Yeah. yeah, I mean that's that's just amazing. Normally, yeah. CEOs are like a like in an office sitting in a high chair and making decisions. Behind that's how people. Yeah, the people <laughs> like in the boardroom and making important decisions. Yeah. But nowadays, CEO knows that. Relationship building and showing your face in front of your consumers is so important. Four hundred people participated in this Double Eleven mm-hmm. event. I, I think three hundred celebrities also got involved mm-hmm. in promoting certain products or a storytelling. And I think that will be that. That's just beginning of this trend. I think more and more people just understand this now. Before Chinese consumers wanted to know what's popular, what's selling. But now they want to know the philosophy behind the brand. They want to know the story of designer or even a product to understand what they're paying for. Absolutely, you hit the nail on the head.、Uh, prior to when live streaming first started back in 2016, there was a great hunger. There was still a great hunger for foreign brands to come into the U.S. because there was a lack of it. Right, so they want new brands. They want more. Uh, products that are unique to the marketplace, and so they were prepared to make purchase right away. If they see something hot, they see something interesting, they see something made outside of China, they loved it, right? They they grab it. But nowadays, consumer are becoming more clear on what they're looking for. So as a brand、uh, that just、uh, that's about to launch in the、uh, in China or experimenting with China, they have to understand. They have to. Have a brand story. They have to build that relationship. We can call it an upgrade of a consumer behavior in China, because in in the past time, it usually is,、um, you know, whatever people who else, everybody else is wearing something. I have to get one. But now it's totally different. If everybody else is wearing that, I'm not wearing that. I have to wear something different. It's a very interesting point because we normally think that live streaming is what really anchors the consumer behavior in China. But when you think about it, the consumer behavior, trying to understand the brand stories and trying to understand products, is what is actually anchoring these tools to be invented and be used commercially. Absolutely. I mean, it is not like live streaming created these demand or these. Needs to to understand the brands、mm-hmm. is the the needs were always there, but there was no channel to meet that demand, meet that needs. So we're talking about the importance of storytelling in Chinese market. Let's talk a little bit about luxury. We've seen several luxury brands experiment with live streaming this year,、mm-hmm. including Bottega Veneta and Ferragamo. And these brands have traditionally been hesitant about going full on digital. And what do you recommend to luxury brands exploring live streaming ideas? You know, traditional luxury brands are very conscientious about their brand image. They want to have the sense of exclusivity, but I, I think they also understand, especially with Chinese market, that digital e-commerce is the only way to go, and that's the future. 
That's why more and more brands are going into a luxury pavilion on, on Tmall、mm-hmm. to experience that because they know in another five to ten years, if they don't do it, they'll get left behind. And live streaming、mm-hmm. doesn't just doesn't just apply to you know mid tier brand or regular consumer brands. And I think live streaming just trans- transcend entire、uh, e commerce and retail system. And I think. Even for these luxury stores, eventually their luxury boutiques should be doing live streaming to engage、mm-hmm. their local market, right? This is what I keep telling、um, mm-hmm. my, you know, our American and European brands. If you have a retail store and it's being shut down during the p- pandemic, and your staff is being underutilized or being furloughed or even fired, why not enable this、uh, store staff while the store being closed? Engage the local communities and sell through live streaming. They should be doing that. And 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 for luxury brands, if they don't do live streaming, they will get left behind. But if they do live streaming, they need to even more importantly for these brands is to have a storyline. Right? There are quite a few <laughs> luxury brands that flopped through live streaming because they weren't prepared. They really didn't really focus on how to tell their story and how to brand,、uh, build a brand image. How can this live streaming model achieve similar results in U.S., Europe, and other parts of the world? Well, that is a super big question.、Um, <laughs> uh, but <laughs> but I, I do think I, I do think we have some answers, and I already see multiple e-commerce platforms. And corporations are trying to figure things out. They're investing heavily, trying to emulate and, and replicate the success of、uh, Alibaba. And I think they have a lot to learn from Alibaba's platform. And I, I think some some of them are very cognitive.、Uh, they realize how to make live streaming works. And unfortunately, a majority of them just think just because they're a big platform or just think they can build an app. All of a sudden, they you will have consumer come tune in and watch it. So this is the、uh, same questions I ask company like Procter and Gamble、uh, that we ask you know company like other I'm not going to mention names but other e-commerce giants. I say that you have to ask yourself three whys, right? What are the three whys? And you have to ask them deeply. Number one, why would anybody download your app? Just because your big platform doesn't mean they would download an actual app from you, right? Two, after they download your app, why would they tune in to watch a certain show? The third, I、uh, third why is when they watch a certain show, why would they purchase from it, right? You have to address these three very simple questions, but very deep and meaningful questions for you to come up with the right platform and white、right、strategy, white、right、go-to-market strategy. To acquire customers to make this thing stick in the U.S., some of them are fi- finally getting it. The way I say it, I don't have a short answer for for this question because I know this technology will definitely take roots in the U.S. I would venture to say, as far as to say that you will see major player emerging in the U.S. in the next twelve to eighteen months、mm-hmm. to make a su- significant impact. To hear, you will hear them in the news media and PR to say these companies are actually bringing live stream commerce to the U.S. Finally, 
we're very happy Enlux is, is part of this important conversation to see where this thing will take us. But this has definitely happened in the West. Thank you so much for your insights and information you shared today and for joining us on Alicast. Thank you, Monica, for having us. We're very happy to be here. And may 2021 bring us a better future. 